Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the impending recession. But first, if you're loving what you're hearing on the show, go out and tell two friends today about the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, how you get a clear, actionable shot in just five minutes every day. The show can be found on your favorite listening platform, whether you're on iPhone, Android, Mac, or PC. On today's show, we're talking about the impending recession. Yes, that's right. The impending recession. I believe that both Europe and the U.S. are facing recession later this year if they're not already in an economic downturn. What's the reason? Bloated inventories. Recessions happen when companies end up with bloated inventories. Most of the time, those inventories are the result of growing production in anticipation of continued demand growth. That's the classic cause of inventory growth. Sometimes, Companies experience delays in delivery of parts because the supply chain is running at capacity. Stockpiling of materials sometimes can cushion and protect against those delays. But when the delays disappear, the excess inventory will be drawn down to normal levels before ordering more. That sharp halt in orders when it happens across a wide swath of the market is what we call an economic contraction. So let's take a look at inventories and see if there are situations where inventories are being built ahead of demand. If we see enough of them, and we don't see a corresponding increase in demand to absorb those inventories, we can easily conclude that a recession's not far away. I'm going to build a case for a recession in three parts. For Exhibit A, I give you Brexit. The UK has a deadline at the end of October to leave the European Union but the terms of the departure haven't been worked out and the risk is high of a no-deal exodus. In fact, the British Prime Minister asked the Queen to prorogue Parliament for 30 days in the middle of the Brexit negotiations. That's going to give the opposition a very short window of time to object to any deal that they come up with. If there's no deal, there's a great deal of uncertainty about what that could mean for the flow of goods and commerce. Will goods be delayed at the border? Will customs inspections increase and materials be held up? Will there be new tariffs? British companies have responded to these uncertainties by building inventories to make sure that their supply chains are not disrupted. For Exhibit B, I give you the European counterpart of Brexit. Companies on the continent that do business with the UK are also stockpiling in order to handle any possible supply chain disruptions. For Exhibit C, I give you the US-China trade negotiations. Many companies in the US have ordered extra material in order to avoid the impact of tariffs on goods coming from China. The impact of the tariffs on the overall U.S. economy may have been overblown. Some estimates put the additional cost of tariffs at about $30 billion this year. But if we put this into context, the federal government brings in about $1.5 trillion in tax revenue each year. The added taxation due to tariffs is a rounding error on the total. Nevertheless, U.S. companies have been stockpiling inventories in order to deal with the uncertainty. So here we have three significant places in the economy where there's an artificial increase in inventory ahead of demand. We know that when that happens, a stop in orders to draw down that inventory is not far away. And when companies slam on the brakes and stop ordering, it sends a negative shockwave through the economy. Customers who are placing steady orders week after week suddenly stop ordering. Revenue from that customer drops to zero while the excess inventory is consumed. The supplier has no idea when the orders will resume, so they respond the only way they can to protect the business. They send people on forced unpaid leave, or they institute layoffs altogether to reduce expenses and protect the survival of the company. That becomes the human impact of a recession. But the headwaters of a recession are clearly found in the building of inventories ahead of demand. 
we have at least three cases where this is happening in response to political situations. If you add to that the natural causes of excess inventory that sometimes happen with economic growth cycles, you can bet that a full-blown recession is not far away. And when recessions happen, businesses fail. Banks suffer losses in their commercial loan portfolio. Commercial real estate suffers as commercial vacancies increase. Some of these companies will not survive, and that puts further pressure on lending institutions. Banks today are better capitalized than they were in 2007, but still, they need to pay attention to their balance sheets. And in recession times, banks become more risk-averse and have little choice but to tighten their lending practices. Only a fraction of the loans get approved that only months earlier would have been easily approved. So, pay close attention to your portfolio and use the current window of opportunity where interest rates are lower than they've been in a while, coupled with a favorable lending environment to lock in as long a fixed-term rate as possible. Yes, we do have a recession coming, and it's time to prepare. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.